This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, podcast time before uh, Al and I... Get into our cars and head up to Mohegan Sun. Should be there late this afternoon. By the time you're listening to this, one of us will be on I-95, and the other might be there already or could still be here editing other podcasts. I don't know. But we will be there uh, tonight for tomorrow morning show. Looking forward to that. That will be fun. I still feel like garbage. Oh, you do? Yeah, which takes the fun out of it. Out of going to Mohegan Sun well, it takes if the you're fun ill? Of, yeah, it takes the fun out of everything. Out of life, because, really. Yes, because when you don't feel good, the only thing you really want to do is go home and go to bed. Right. Or lay down or whatever. And instead, it's, all right, we got the drive. That's fine. But then it's, you know, you're in an uncomfortable surrounding. You really got to go out a little bit tonight. And then you got to get up early. And then I got dumb football games. I'm not looking for anything this weekend. Plus, if Craig's uh, paying us our winnings from the bet that the Yankees would never see first place. Right. Well, we'll see. Then we got to see if we could double that cash, Jerry. That's what I'm Oh, you want to try and double to. it? Look at you. How about try we just get double. some of it? That would be All kind right, of All right, that fun. would be nice. Let's go. We let's got see. some of it. Could I get you to play the tables tonight? Uh, maybe. Maybe? Maybe a little blackjack, maybe. Nice. Not a lot, How though. much would you wager? Uh, it depends. Oh, would I you, do $10 a hand. No, no, I know that, but would you oh. sit down with $500? No. And, $100 no. tops. Oh, I'd sit down with You'd be done in five minutes. Not necessarily. No, not necessarily, or yes. Yeah. If I'm going to lose $100... I know I'm going to lose $500. Well, that's not true. It depends on when the cards turn for Oh, it. I see. One of those deals. All right. So you would sit down with $100. Bucks. $100. All right. So that'll be uh, $10 drink. a hand. So when I lose 10 hands wow. in 15 well, minutes it could be or less. Than, what if you have to double? It could be less right. than 10 hands. It could be less than 10 that's hands. That's a tricky thing. All or right, cool. maybe I'm winning every hand, Jerry. What would be? All right. That's a great question. And I always do this when I go play. The walk away number? What's the walk away number? You start with 100 What's the walk away number? $500. So you went, really? So yes. if you were up three fifty, you would still play well, for a little bit. Interesting. Okay. Then, all right. Then that's a, one more question. That's a good okay. one. Let's say you got to three hundred. Your walk away number is five. It starts heading south. What then is the escape route? That's a great question. Two hundred, probably, because you still want to leave ahead. Yes. Fair enough. It's always it's always a fascinating dynamic, just because like the you've got it. And then you don't. But then th- that could turn once I'm at the actual table. You know what I mean? Like that There's, that can change as well. That's where they have you, though. Right. I remember one night I was at Bor- Borgata with my wife, and I was up $750 in like 20 minutes. And I didn't know what to do. I'm like, I'm up $750. I came here because I plan on gambling a little bit. If I walk away now, I did 20 minutes. 
And so I played for another 20 minutes, and I walked away with $290. Yeah, see? You should have walked away, I Jerry. I know, but what's the point? Always walk away. I know. Jerry, oftentimes on here, I've been doing stories of these clowns that yes. have been uh, popping yeah, up. Yeah, I got ripped yesterday for not for thinking uh, Ronald McDonald... Was not a clown. I just don't think Ronald McDonald's a clown. He's I don't a know clown. I to tell you. You're a clown. Goodbye. Right. Um, well, people are being scared of these clowns. In particular, children are afraid now that there are random clowns in the street. Sure. And this is not just happening in the tri-state area and across the United States, but in uh, London I saw as well, this. Jerry. I saw this. So in the, in a London town, there's a gentleman that has dressed up as Batman. Not as a werewolf? Not as a werewolf in London. He's dressed up as Batman to patrol the streets to make the children feel safer. We're living in a cartoon right now. You Which is that? awesome. And it reminded me of this documentary, and I looked it up here before we started. It was a an HBO documentary uh, called Superheroes, and it was made in 2011. I remember watching this when it came out. And it was about legitimately people who have created their own superheroes. They have made their own costumes. Right. And in various cities across the country, they patrol the streets like a real superhero. How about that? Trying to... Disrupt crime. Is that why you always want to be home? Are you the superhero of Basking Ridge? Mm, interesting. Are you the Basking Ridge Batman? Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, about that. You never see me and Basking Ridge Batman in the same place. No, I wasn't even aware there was a Basking Ridge Batman. But then again, there's very little crime there. And when people do escape, someone right. calls 911. Now, it is known that the Basking Ridge Batman really doesn't patrol after 730. He's in bed. <laughs> so he's really yeah. the Basking Ridge boob. Yeah, well, <laughs> he patrols like what's make sure no crimes committed in the afternoons. Right. Early afternoons, you know, that sort of thing. Because yeah, that's, that's I hear. the high time for crime. That's just what I hear. Right. And then uh, if he sees something walking to his car at 2.30 in the morning, <laughs> he also reports that. <laughs> right. The Basking Ridge Batman. I thought the Basking Ridge Batman would go take care of that stuff. No, he calls 911 yeah. and lets the authorities take over. That's nice. But they're also reminding me of the uh, Guardian Angels, which I guess is still Curtis a thing. Curtis Sliwa. Curtis and his then-wife, Lisa Sliwa, they would dress in those red satin jackets and he red berets. <laughs> and but And would do what? Patrol? Yes. And you know who went out? subways. You know who went out with him one night? was uh, Sid Rosenberg. Is that right? He went out on to kind of check it out and see what it was about. Did yeah. he wear the red uh, outfit did. as well? Because he, I, if I remember, Sid tweeted that. So, Yeah. Sid That's is so sunburned, real. he probably just needed to just walk out there with his sunburned skin. You do get the sense that Sid is spending way too much time at a tan. He loves the sun. Or he parlor. loves the sun. We don't know. Well, I mean, he did live in Miami forever. Right. So that makes sense. I mean, it's always sunny down there. It is. So, you know? uh, yeah, he would dress up. And I guess I never understood really the guardian angels because they were not armed, but they would patrol the subways. Wouldn't a criminal just say, oh, I, by the way, I have a gun. I'll shoot you. I, I don't know. I don't know the crime life. I'm not the best King Ridge Batman, so I don't really You're know. You're not? No. Hmm. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. All right. Would you dress up uh, as a superhero to stop clown sightings in your neighborhood? No. Oh. All right. We'll put that away right there. You're going to become the Spring Lake Superman. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> Basking Grid's Batman, Spring Lake Spider Man, Spider. Oh, you want to you want to scale buildings now? Uh, like Brian Cashman doing that thing for charity? Yeah, rappelling down buildings. Right. How about this one? I thought this was a great idea. A uh, there was an older woman, eighty-seven years old. She lives in Palm Coast, Florida. Yeah, she beat me and Craig in the triathlon. Yeah, years I did. Ago. I think she did come out of the water before you guys. <laughs> 
Uh, Palm Coast, Florida, 87-year-old woman. Her son lives in Nebraska, and there was a hurricane down there in uh, this part of Florida, and he hadn't heard from his 87-year-old mother because uh, her phone had been knocked out. Oh, okay. You know, the power to the phone and the phone lines. So he didn't know how she was doing, and she has no relatives down there. So he didn't know how to make sure if she was okay or not. Genius plan he had. He called a uh, Papa John's in Florida and ordered her a pizza. Wow. And he said to the kid delivering the pie, let me know if she accepts the pizza. When the guy knocked on the door, the woman did answer and said, I'm sorry, I didn't order a pizza. He said, oh, no, your son did. Then put the son on the phone. How about that? What a great idea. That is, you know what, because most people would panic. Yes. That's awesome. Like thinking outside the box and just having some communication, that's a big deal. Right. How about that? Hmm. It's funny because we I was talking to my son the other day about going out and doing things and losing track. And I don't know why we got on this, but I was talking about how, you know, they were playing after school. Um, outside, we played wiffle ball for an hour, hour and a half. And then they were like, hey, can we play the video games for a little while? I'm like, that's fine. You were outside for plenty of time. You did your homework. Go for it. And then so I went and I'm like, you know, do you realize if it wasn't 2016 and let's say it was 1816, you realize right now we'd be sitting by a candlelight eating whatever we just killed for the day, and you probably would have done homework and done chores or out in the farm all afternoon. Right, churn butter. I said, and how about if we let you go out and play with your friends, we wouldn't know where you are, who you're with, when you're coming back, and we have no way to communicate. It really is amazing to think how far we've come in such right. a short time. And something like that's the perfect illustration. It's 2016, and yet he still found a way to be able to communicate with his grandmother from thousands of miles away. Via the Papa. Yeah. Papa John. Because back then, even if you wanted to use Western Union, it would take days, if right. not weeks. Here, he still, within an hour, could figure it out. That's a great... That's Papa to the rescue. Great thinking. I was wondering, like, if you and your wife ever wanted to go out one night, um, you would leave your kids at home. They're probably too young to yet. S- stay home by Soon. themselves. So mm-hmm. maybe you leave them home and then just order them a Papa John's pie, and then when the guy went to deliver it, how are the kids? Yeah, I, I don't know that right? I would do that. I'd be worried that the uh, driver might be a criminal. Oh, I see. Yeah. Don't that really. probably, yeah, Why would great. I want to call a pizza place and tell them, by the way, there's two young kids at home alone. Could you check on them for me? Well, this guy entrusted the Papa John guy. This is an 87-year-old woman home uh, by herself. He could have robbed a, her easily. She had a good run. She did have an 87 great run. I'd love to be 87. You better hope you're going to be 87. It's not that far away. Oh, well, it's still 30-something. I told years. you. Oh, 40 years, Your actually. goal should be 100. I, that is my goal. All bets off after 100. I would like to die on my birthday. No, you wouldn't. On my 100th By the way, birthday. That sounds great until the day before your 100th birthday. I'm <laughs> like, damn. Right. Or the year tomorrow. <laughs> leading in. See, Al at 100, all the things right. he wouldn't do. Now he's skydiving. Yeah. That'd be great. Uh, how about this, Jerry? A list of dead celebrities that made the most amount of money so far this year. Okay. Dead celebrities. All right. Still bringing in the big bucks. All right. Can I try? Yeah. Give me all a right. couple. I have a top. Strangely, top 11. All right, Sinatra? Sinatra is not a top 11. Oh, all right. Um, good guess. Good Kurt guess. Cobain. Not top 11. Not Elvis. Elvis is number four. He John. brought in $27 million this year. John Lennon. John Lennon is number eight. He brought in $12 million. Whitney Houston. No, that's a good really? guess, though. Yeah, no Whitney Houston. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson is number one. Check this out, Jerry. A dead Michael Jackson brought in a $825 million. 
Remarkable. Wouldn't you love to be that dopey kid who's dating his daughter, Paris? I mean, that guy's on the gravy train of life. That is, wow. He's like a drummer for some band no one's ever heard of. Billion dollars a year. Yeah. That's amazing. Paris Jackson is available. I can't believe Whitney Houston's not on that list. That's surprising. Whitney Houston's not on the list. I guess not. Uh, Number two on the list, right behind Michael Jackson, is Charles Scholes. Who? The Peanuts creator. Oh, I was thinking, okay. Because all those Peanuts. uh, Charles Schultz? Yeah. The Peanuts. uh, Sure. You know, merchandising and uh, greeting cards and such, Jerry. Dr. Seuss on that list? Uh, He is. Number seven. Yeah. Theodore Geisel. Dr. Seuss. $20 million. How about Arnold Palmer's on the list? He just passed. Oh, I wouldn't even have thought of him so quickly. Prince is another one. Right. Albert Einstein. What kind of entertainer is he? I don't know. Oh, you said celebrity. You didn't say entertainer. Okay. Betty Page and finally Who's David Betty Bowie. Page? I think she was like a pinup model from like the 40s. Oh, okay. And she's Vol- still making money? She is. Voluptuous oh, pinup model. I don't know. I guess on her, her images and Who was ways. the last one? David Bowie. Oh, okay. What about this, Jerry? Are your kids Lego kids? They love the mm, Legos. Not really. They were never into it? We have them, and but not much. Not really. My friend Steve, he's got an entire half of his basement filled with put together Legos. What do you do with them? Well, he, he and the kids admire it. Like first they put it together. The the ones sometimes they take a long time to put together. Yeah, I know, the I ones know. That are like some of them cost like $200, $300. I know you don't go to Florida, you go yeah. to other places, but in Orlando, and I guess maybe in LA too, they have a Lego store by the Disney area. Right. And they make the they have this massive structure of a dinosaur that goes through the water in Legos. It is amazing. It's got to take forever. Right. It was like they had the Barry Bonds Legos out in San Francisco. They right. made it. They made a David Ortiz one. Kids Pretty love cool. Legos. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you know what it is? When we play with it, we make them. It's like they get broken or what do you, I don't know. Yeah, I don't I mean, know what you do with them. Right. But Unless you have a whole basement. My friend Steve, obviously, is very rich, and he's got space for a basement to uh, fill with so Legos. So because he's got a basement, he's rich? Yeah, evidently. Huh. Uh, anyway, the Beatles' Yellow Submarine Lego set is coming out. Okay. And that's got a lot of people excited in the Lego world, Jerry. You're not in the Lego world, but it's really combining two worlds. Right. The Lego world the old, people. Right. The young people. And the the Beatle people. And the old people. Right. Right. They're coming together for Lego Beatles Yellow Submarine. Do you think it's 2016 now? I and do the think Beatles it is. are oh, still very popular. They are very popular. At what point do you think that gets phased out? Good question. Well, we did the story yesterday that Sacramento Kings, right, uh, Demarcus Cousins is unaware of who Paul McCartney is. Right. But you're right. The Beatles seems like one of those bands that will they ever flame out? Like I feel like the music of the 40s is now gone. I mean, it really Dead. is. Yeah, I mean, unless you're a diehard and you go get Sirius XM, they even dumped the the, is that the, true? the 40s channel is gone right, from so Sirius XM. It's almost like it doesn't exist anymore. The 50s, while it's still pretty cool, almost gone. It's, it's tough to find. You're right. Right. So the 60s still has life. The be I mean, the Beach Boys for I don't know what version of them are still touring, but. I think that music has summer theme to it, a summer feel to it. It's still kind of alive. At what point is all this stuff phased out? The Beatles stuff. Yeah. I like, kind of feel like Elvis has kind of faded out. He has, except that when you get to the holiday season, you are always going to hear Elvis mm-hmm. Christmas songs. Blue Christmas. Yes, absolutely. So, I, I don't know. It's weird. I mean, you say that, but is Jailhouse Rock, if you hear it, you still hear that in movies and on TV shows. Yeah, I guess so. Things. I feel like he faded a little more than the Beatles. I get. Well, the Beatles also had a, have had releases. McCartney's still touring. Right. 
Uh, I just wonder, like, are we 100 years away from that? Are we less than that? I'm going to say for the Beatles, we are we are 40 years away from nobody caring about the Beatles. Really? So that far? What so right around now, the 20? end of our lifetimes. Uh, 40 years, yes. Right, I'll right. be 87. Right. You'll be sending the pizza guy to check on me, remember? Boomer and Craig still together, you think, at that point? Uh, doing the show, definitely. Hmm. Maybe a podcast only. Jerry, uh, I know you're a married gentleman, and you generally don't travel overseas. Uh, never. So this story is not for you. Okay. But it is for single people who do want to travel overseas, specifically Germany. Okay. Uh, the German Tourism Department has created a website, believe it or not, for foreigners coming to Germany right. to visit. Are they trying to allure people? They're trying to get people, people to Germany. In, right. But the point of the website that they've put together is to educate foreigners coming to Germany on how to engage in sexual activity with Germans. Do they do it differently? Uh, that was my initial thought, <laughs> was like how to interact with them in a sexual manner. Okay. And what positions they like. Really? And how to approach women and men in Germany right. if you're looking for a sexual liaison. I mean, it's a very interactive website. I'm showing you here. I see that. Uh, screen grabs. Right. And each category, like they talk about sexual pleasure, sex during and after pregnancy, having sex for the first time, sexual problems and fears. And you click on each one and really it's a stick figures doing different things. Here's one on masturbation. If you wanted to click that, Jerry. What is sexual pleasure? Click that. But it is a, they're encouraging people to come to Germany and fornicate with their uh, with their people. So they're a very sexual country. Evidently, I would not. I did not know that of Germany. Have you booked a trip? I have not. I am uh, happily in a relationship, Jerry. Do you have any interest in going to Germany? I, I do not. Now, if you go to Germany with your significant other, do you have to engage in acts in that handbook? Uh, well, you know the saying, Jerry, when in Rome, <laughs> do when the in Germany, you pick the Germans' favorite positions. Speaking of sexual positions, how about this one? So when you go for, I went to the doctor yesterday, mm -hmm. and now I'm going to tie this together. All right. Oh, I can't wait. So when I went to the doctor yesterday. They swabbed the back of the throat in case to see if I had strep. Did you or so did you not? I did not. They checked you for that? Yes. And so as we were then being, I was being walked to a room waiting for the doctor, the nurse, who's very nice, nice girl, she says, all I said was, you know, I was like, oh, like that's brutal that you have to do that. To, that's the only way to find out if someone has strep. To which she then said, she goes, yeah, it stinks. No matter how old I get, you never like having things in your throat, uh, in your mouth or, no, right. or, or put down your throat. Right. She goes, because all I do is gag when I have something in my mouth. Alrighty. And I just let it hang out there. What am I going to say? Did she catch herself? She turned around now and was bright red. She and realized. Said, that's not what I meant. Right. <laughs> She awkward. totally caught herself. Very I awkward. Like, I wasn't saying anything. Right. But we can go back to all this locker room stuff. When you hear certain things and certain right. words, I didn't say anything. I didn't react. I was just walking. You now, were just going about your business. There's no doubt that it went through my head, but she caught herself. Right. So even women think that way. They do, Jerry. Of course they do. Everybody Now, again, not to the extreme we've been talking about, but, you know, crazy stuff. Right. Crazy stuff. I did have a uh, a buddy of mine who uh, was uh, in the military and okay. was stationed in Germany and was dating a... Uh, uh, he did not. This was way it. before the internet was a thing. <laughs> way back in the day, Jerry. 
And anyway, he was uh, dating a uh, quite seriously a German woman. Okay. And uh, brought her back to the United States for a uh, trip back. And I met her. We uh, went uh, we went out to uh, Action Park at the time. It was like a water park <laughs> in New Jersey. Um, nice. Now, I didn't realize at the time, I would have known now, that in Germany, the women do not shave their shave. They don't shave. Right. So uh, she had uh, hair under her armpits, Oop. and uh, it was quite a, uh, quite quite a scene. A, it was quite a scene because I wasn't educated about it. Now and we, nor were all the uh, Jersey schlubs walking around Action Park. Now, I'm just, I don't want to say this oh, disgustingly. Right? How do you say this the right way? When you say not shave like, right. at all. I don't believe so. So the area sticking out? It seemed like there were some things. Well, that's, that's unfortunate. Did it, but they get that's married? that's the culture. They did not. That that did uh, that that probably ruined it right there. That no no he was very accepting of that oh, is okay, the culture. Yeah, that's the culture. You know, there are certain people that accept other cultures. I apparently am not one of them. No, me neither. I don't. You're not don't accepting of other cultures. <laughs> yeah, I'm not either, Jerry. I wish I was more accepting of cultures, even this culture here in the United States. If I was only more accepting of people, we really are, man. <laughs> Honestly, two of the more shallow sons of bitches yes, you'll ever meet. <laughs> that's true. Possibly. In a lot of ways, we're not, but in a lot of ways, we are. Let's right. be honest. I mean, because we can sit here and fake it all we want, but right. that's not true. So what do you do now for your illness, Jerry? Are you just going to ride this out? I have to ride it out, basically. You have a cowboy really game this sucks. weekend. You have Mohegan's on Friday. At Mohegan's on You have anything Friday. Saturday. Saturday, I got Columbia at Penn. That game is at Franklin Field in Philadelphia, where the Eagles used to play a long, long time ago, and there is no press box. There is an area in the stands. That I mean, everybody, the TV people, the radio people, whoever it is, the writers, we have to sit out and announce the game. It's outside. So 63 degrees Saturday will feel like 45 degrees because it's breezy and we're in shade, and I feel like garbage. So that's why I have Saturday. And then Sunday, I will be doing pregame and postgame for the Cowboys and Packers. And then Monday, I will be here with no voice. Uh Packers Cowboys, that'll be the big national game on That is the 425 on game on Sunday, correct. My guest this week will be offensive lineman Ronald Leary. I had Dak Prescott last week. He was great. And so, yes, hopefully I'll be able to speak on Monday. Russell, the overnight producer here at WFN, we, we chat with him in the mornings when we get here. He's he's working and he's a big Cowboy fan. Yes. And he also uh, subscribes to uh, DirecTV for the Sunday ticket to watch the Cowboys. Right. But he said to me, he goes, You know, the Cowboys have been on Every and week. will be on. Regular television yeah. almost every week. It's unbelievable. It really is because I actually got rid of DirecTV a couple of years ago because I was having trouble with it. And the only reason why I didn't want to get rid of it was, you know what, you got to do the job. You can DVR games, you know, if you got to go back and watch them getting ready for the next game. And then you figure, you know what, it's on TV. I can still DVR them with what I had. Um, and I, I think, I want to say last year I didn't have it. And I was able to DVR, I think, 12 of the 16 regular season games. It's really amazing how many times they're on regular TV. Right, because they will max the Cowboys out on for Sunday night games, Monday yeah. night games, Thursday night games. And, and then like six primetime games yeah. is a joke. And then they're the the featured 4 o'clock game on doubleheader weekends I a lot. I want the 1 o'clock games back. Yes, I do love a 1 o'clock game. Yes. By 4 o'clock, I'm like, oh, we have seen enough football I, today. I couldn't agree with you more. And then I'm ready again at 8.30. Are you really? See, yes. I'm not. I am not. I'd rather watch one, a little bit of the four, but then I'm spent by the by the nighttime. I really am. I, I, I tell you what I like. I like the nine a.m. game in London, the one o'clock game, and then be done. That was nice. That's that was, by the way, living in California. Yes. Was like, I wonder what that's like. 
awesome. That's waking what it's like. up, having coffee, and enjoying, and the game's on. I've been out there with my family a few times during football season, and it's awesome. Bagels and football. Now, like uh, a local team would never get a home game for one o'clock, right? They, the the San Francisco 49ers playing in San Francisco would never, never play get at a 10 one. No, they would never. Of course not. No, they would one. They would play at one. Yeah, which is our four o'clock game. Yeah, I see. So. Uh, all right. Well, enjoy your trek Hi, up Jerry. to Morgan Sun. You too. We will see you tomorrow in Uncasville. Hey. No warm-up tomorrow. No warm-up tomorrow. Yeah. Hey, Jerry, feel better. I'm trying. That's it. I got nothing. Oh, then I do the see ya. Right. See ya. Or that is terrible. Lame. See ya. Nailed it. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. Well, good morning, Al. How are you on this Thursday? Oh, hi, Jerry. So Boomer and Carton coming up in 15 minutes or so. We've got a lot. You know, there weren't a lot of games last night. It was almost like a break, uh, although you had the hockey that started. I'm sure Boomer will be into that, and you will not be, and that's fine. Uh, But there's a bunch of things going on. you got the Nationals-Dodgers today. Any interest at all in that tonight? A um, little bit, little if, bit. Uh, it does start. It's an eight eight oh eight start, I right. believe. Jerry. Daniel Murphy, a little bit of yeah. I'll interest. tune that in. I will tune that in. A little bit. All right. So you've got that tonight, and then uh, you've also got the Donald Trump comments are making their rounds. You had Tom Brady was asked about um, the locker room talk yesterday in New England, and he ended his press conference with that. Just smiled and said, "Thanks, guys." He said, "Good night, everybody." Right, uh, and walked away. You had uh, well, I'll hold the Victor Cruz comments, but we had LeBron was asked asked about it as well. And uh, here was his take on uh, locker room talk as right. such uh, Trump has classified it as. What is locker room talk to me? It's not what that guy said. We don't we don't uh we don't disrespect women in no shape or fashion in our locker rooms. That never comes up. Now he also said this and then I'll get to the cruise thing. Those conversations just don't go on in our locker room. What goes on in our locker room is sporting events that happened the night before about family, about strategies that we may have that night. Now, I I think that's great. If that's the fact, that's awesome. J.R. Smith was in that locker room. Oh, I see. You think he may be <laughs> I, women. I'm not saying. Would bring up women. But I, I would think a guy like J.R., sure. I mean, from his postings on social media, stuff like that. And the other problem with those comments, too, are what Victor Cruz was quoted as saying yesterday to one of the newspapers that you hear everything in the locker room. Of course. But we're not running for president. Right. And that's kind of like what I said to you last week. I think things like that, and and again, not going as far as to say what was said, because that's another level of disgusting. I'm not saying that. But there are odd conversations that get brought up in locker rooms, and Victor's right. You're not running for president. It's just a bunch of knucklehead guys saying stupid things. I think women say dumb things amongst themselves, too. Um, so LeBron, I get it, and, and if that's true, that's awesome. Eh. Oh, you're right. J.R. Smith believe that. posts Instagram photos of large butt women. Right. So probably things about women come up in the locker room. I'm just saying. I see. <laughs> that's all. Jerry, I found two interesting NBA articles or stories, both of them involving the Rockets, Houston right. Rockets. Nice. One is I guess they're over there in China. Uh, playing a basketball right, game. Right, Beijing. Uh, Beijing, uh, China. And uh, Bobby Brown, who I guess is a backup on the uh, Rockets. Okay. He um, They visited the Great Wall of China, and he uh, wrote his name on the wall, <laughs> on the Great Wall, and then put it on a social media platform I've never heard of. Starts like with a W. I okay. don't know what it is. But assume it's like a, he posted a photo. Here's my, hey, I'm at the Great Wall of China. I signed the wall. 
And uh, people were furious. So that's something you don't do. You don't sign the like Great Wall of China. you sign the wall when you come to WFAN as a yeah. guest. You don't sign the Great Wall of China. You don't sign, like, that's one of the seven wonders of the world, I think. Right, Eddie? The Great Wall of China. Seven man-made wonders. Man-made wonders, exactly. Uh, so you, you're not allowed to sign that. Although, in fairness to him, he did write it in chalk. So it comes right off. It's probably going to come right not off. Not a big deal. But I guess you can have lots of people writing their name on the Great Wall of China. He did say, uh, we'll never happen again. My bad. Not that he's ever going to be at the Great <laughs> right. Wall of China ever ever again. You have any interest in Jerry? that, Jerry? The Great Wall of China? Zero. Walking that, that thing? You could see it from the moon. Zero. It's a giant None. wall. Although they did kind of redo the wall. They so redid it's not, the wall? Yeah, so it's not like, yeah. They, Just they, parts of it. They fixed it. They fixed parts okay. of the wall. I look at it this way. So it's way. not really, it's really the Great Wall of China from like 1980s. If you want to go. And I've been there, by the way. If, great. If you want to go to China, God bless you. Enjoy it. Wonderful. I look at it. There are so many places in this country that I'd like to exactly, see first. Exactly, Right? Like you went and saw the Grand Canyon, stared at it for five minutes, and we're done. And I was realized, imagine if I built a whole vacation around this. That would have been trouble. <laughs> right. What do we You saw do? it with a Filipino man. Well, that's a long story. <laughs> you guys took pictures of one another. I was a visitor by myself traveling. <laughs> this gentleman was a visitor by it's himself. It's still weird. We <laughs> took photos of each other <laughs> at the Grand Canyon. That's it. Nothing else needs to be that's said. That's right. Then that's all. That just seems odd. I'd like you to get to the next rocket story because I can't wait to hear you say the pronunciation of this guy's name. I actually studied this pronunciation Jerry, Chinanu <laughs> Onuwaku. That's actually pretty good. Definitely the last name I, I nailed. Yeah. Onuwaku. Yeah, look at you. He's shooting his free throws underhand. Good. Because uh, he couldn't shoot them overhand. Yeah, we actually, we had this discussion about six or seven months ago, and I had brought up, and Craig told me I was crazy, that NBA players, I mean, 40s and 50s years ago, used to do it. And Eddie backed me up on that, too. And I don't understand why guys don't do it. Because it doesn't look manly. As long as the ball goes in, who cares? Right. So, so yeah, it's, it's working for him. His percentage of free throw shooting shot through the roof, Jerry, Good after he went underhand. But I would imagine, you know, it's all a mental thing, right? Uh, in some cases, sure. For shooting overhand, it's kind of mental as the... Sh- I think Shaquille you- O'Neal was the one that said his hands were so large he had trouble getting the pro- I don't know I don't know if it's mental or not yeah. I, I don't know I would think part of it is mental so I would think if you're shooting underhand you have to get over that part that mental part where everyone's staring at me shooting underhand I guess but I you know what I would always look at it this way if they're that good enough to get to that level I don't think they have to worry about the fans in the stands because they've played in big arenas against other teams They've been screamed at, yelled at. I don't think you can hear that. I really don't. I think most of these guys, it's just noise. I would go and hold up a sign, shoot free throws like a man, like if I was on the other team. Shinanu <laughs> Onuwaku. Exactly. Nailed very that well, one. Yeah. Very well done. I did. I, I did research for this, Jerry. I, I played the play-by-play of the, the video. guy of the guy shooting. Shinanu Onuwaku. Yeah. Nice. And nailed it. Shinanu <laughs> Onuwaku. Yep. And then Carmelo Anthony, Jerry. Hey, by the way. This is nonsense. It's a little embarrassing. Uh, something called Slam Magazine. No, you it's actually that? it's a very good basketball oh, magazine. Is. I know you're not a huge basketball fan. If you are, though, very good basketball this magazine. Would be, <laughs> this would be a periodical you would subscribe to. Yeah, absolutely. Slam Magazine. Yes, yes. Well, they they ranked the uh, NBA players, and Carmelo was, like I think, in 15th place. Okay. He was not happy. Okay, but what does it matter? Well, he wanted to be higher. All right. To which he took to their Instagram post where they posted this. And he wrote, quote, 
don't play yourself. Now, what does that mean, Jerry? I don't know what that you means. You read Slam Magazine. I don't know what that oh, means. Oh, you're not sure? I have no idea what that don't means. Don't play yourself. Let me ask you this, though. I'm not putting you in the spot because I'm not asking okay, you perfect. to name anybody. Could you even name 15 NBA players right now ahead of them? I'm not sure I could n- rattle them off, but I, I, I am sure if I looked... I could go, this guy's better than Melo. Because, first of all, there's probably three guys on the Warriors better than him. There's three right off the bat, right? Um, Yeah. I yes. mean, as all-around players. There's probably two guys on the Cleveland Cavaliers. You're going, you're going with Draymond Green, Curry, and uh, and what's his name? Yep, what's uh, his name? Clay Thompson. Perfect, those three. Mm. Then I'm going to go Cavaliers, LeBron. That. I'm sure he's got to pass the ball to somebody, Jerry. <laughs> that guy's probably good. I'm just saying, there's a lot of teams a, and a lot of a players. Lot of great players. And after being in the league for so many years with no sort of what deep playoff runs, right? You start to fall down a little well, bit. He was been he's been a man on an island basically. So it's kind of I, I get where he's coming from, and he has not exactly had great talent around him. He's had good teams. They have not been great teams. Let me ask you this: If uh, Update Magazine came out and ranked you 15th Update guy. Would you hit up their Instagram with a don't play yourself? No, I don't think I'd go with don't play yourself. Something different? I honestly don't even know what it means. Don't play yourself? I have no idea. I think it means means. (laughs) don't think you know basketball. It's Slam Magazine. They know what they're doing. I promise you they know what they're doing. That would also be a great name for a wrestling magazine. Yes. Slam Magazine. You're a wrestling fan. I know you are. I love wrestling. Uh, one one other quickie. Uh, you have the Brandon Cook story, and this is kind of along the lines of Josh Norman uh, with the bow and arrow as he got fined for yes. it, and he's not happy about that, and Brandon Cooks is not happy about that. Yeah, so he's a wide receiver, yes, Jerry, on the uh, Saints. Right. This is what I don't like about these guys. He says he's going to continue doing the bow and arrow. Now, he has not been fined yet, probably because no one knows who he is, <laughs> but now they're going to be watching him, Jerry, and he says he's still going to do the bow and arrow because it means something biblical to him. Right. I love this quote from him. He says, he's not here to satisfy the league. Yeah, you are. <laughs> they should throw him. First of all, Sean Payton, that's what I don't understand. The coaches, no Patriots do this nonsense. They don't. Because they're they afraid win. of Bill Belichick. And they win. So Sean Payton should walk up to this guy and go, you do the bow and arrow, you're out. Most coaches will not do anything because they feel like they need the players to win, which is true. Belichick is a different bird, man. For whatever reason, yeah, what is the he reason? does... They win, and I don't know why. They cut everybody except for Brady, and they still win. I don't know. I I can't figure it out. I really can't. I mean, this is going on over a decade now where they just dominate the league. Now, they don't win the Super Bowl every year, but every year they win the division. Every year he disposes of players for younger players, and whatever system they've got going up there, it is amazing. Why does that guy get blind respect from everyone who plays for him? Because they win. And yet other guys because they win. don't. But guys you think should, like a Mike Tomlin, like a Sean Payton. Well, I think, to, but see, I think Tomlin gets the respect, but too. But he's got that guy, Antonio he, Brown's dancing all over different. the place. I don't think he minds. It, it just depends on what your philosophy is. I don't think Mike Tomlin cares. As long as you're producing and we're winning games, I think Mike Tomlin's fine. Bill Belichick's different. It's just different demeanors, that's all. And then there are other coaches that are just dying to have the players respect, and they're not going to say anything to disrupt things. Right. So it's just different levels of coaching. Mike Tomlin gets away with it because the players respect him. They play for him. He gives them the respect back. Bill Belichick says, my team, you do it my way or you get the hell out, and it works. He says this, Jerry, my way or the highway. And uh, we're going to be hitting the highway in just a moment. Boomer and Carton coming up next on The Fan.